Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I count down the top 10 first issues debuting this week on Wednesday, April 17th, 2021. This is episode 264 of the podcast. If you'd like to see the comic books I'm talking about, head on over to the YouTube, youtube.com slash vmcampos. You can actually see the comics and not just imagine them. Maybe you'll also subscribe. That'd be nice. In the meantime, let's get on with the podcast. All right, starting off at number 10, we've got from IDW Publishing. Now, what's the title of this officially? Lock and Key, Sandman, Helen Gone, number one. Even though on the actual comic, I don't quite see that full subtitle. But anyway, this is a joint collab between various properties of the Sandman universe being published by IDW instead of DC Comics. But anyway, we've got written by Joe Hill and Neil Gaiman. Wow, that's cool. Art, this is the cover art as well by the by Gabriel Rodriguez. If you think you can unlock the gates of hell and just invite yourself in, you must be dreaming. The epic crossover between two of the most beloved fantasy universes in comics begins here. So it's issue number one, it's $6.99. Very cool cover right here if you get a close-up of that. Plus interior artwork. Uh, there's some scary stuff going over here, especially with this evil scary thing coming out of the well. So scary. We've got a variety of variant covers as well. We've got the J.H. Williams cover. I think this one's pretty cool. Pretty foreboding. And then also the Kelly Jones variant cover. Kelly Jones, I love his art uh, from back on the um, Nightfall covers back in the 90s. But uh, Jones has also been doing a lot of art since then, of course. And this is a very cool Sandman-focused demonic sort of cover. So I picked it as number 10 this week. At number 11, going over to Image Comics, I picked Jules Verne. The Lighthouse, number one of five. So Jules Verne, of course, is the author from the 1890s, the late 1800s. All his work is public domain, so we can make cool comics and other media about it nowadays. And here we've got David Hine as the writer, plus Brian Haberling, I guess adapted also from uh, Jules Verne. Um, this is the regular art, and we've got interior art by Brian Haberlin and uh, Gerard Van Dyke. At the edge of the galaxy, there is a giant supercomputer known as the Lighthouse, the only brain powerful enough to navigate through a sargasso of naturally occurring wormholes, potentially cutting months or even years off a spaceship's journey. So we've got some interior art here. It's very cool. I like the layouts of it. We have this sense of, okay, it's in space, but you know, we've got the grizzled captain and the first mate or whatever. I think I like the expressions and uh, the anatomy of the characters as well. Um, that looks like pretty cool. I am Captain Congre of the Free State of Libertaria. So yeah, cool interior art on this. Enjoying it. We've also got some variant covers. We've got the cover B over here, more of the yellow tones compared to the blue tones of the original. Which one do you like better? Uh, if you can't decide, get them both, of course. But for number nine, I picked Jules Verne's Lighthouse, number one of five. Okay. Full disclosure, I didn't love Kanto, the original series that debuted a few years ago. I picked up issue one, second printing. I didn't love the story. 
I, I didn't love it. But then it went on for like 12 issues. Everyone loved it, critically acclaimed. There was also Kanto Hollow Man, I think, and then Kanto Volume 2. There's a Kanto Volume 3. So obviously I'm wrong about Kanto. So I'm going to put aside my biases and tell you about the new Kanto series coming out. Kanto and the City of Giants, number one of three. We've got it written by David H. Boer and art by Sebastian Pires. Kanto has surprised, delighted, and moved readers with tales of the clockwork hero fighting for love, his people, and hope. Yeah, 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 don't rub it in. So anyway, um, this is a brand new story that is a bridge between Kanto 2, The Hollow Man, and the upcoming Kanto 3. So three issues back into the world of this feisty little robot knight uh, living sentient thing character guy. And yeah, uh, yeah, get it. Kanto number one. I'm wrong. Get it. This one's a mouthful. Over at Titan Comics, we've gotten to number seven on the list. Minky Woodcock, the girl who electrified Tesla. This is written and art by Cynthia Von Bueller. This is the Robert McGuinness art. One of the things that stood out to me right away, never mind what the plot is and so forth, but this, this cover just feels amazing to me. It feels like this early 20th century, late 1800s sort of style of, of art, uh, this very sort of gaunt character, just very interesting. Um, cover. Titan's best-selling hardcase crime series is back, a stylish, glamorous feminist take on the classic gumshoe. Private investigator Minky Woodcock becomes involved in an investigation of maverick genius and reclusive pigeon fancier Nicholas Tesla, and discovers a horrifying conspiracy involving corrupt politicians and Nazis. We have some interior art, which is made by the by the writer herself as well. And I like this interior art. It's like very jumbled, um, giving you this sense of just action and there's this realism to the art uh especially this opening salvo right here where it's like the roaring 20s but uh, i don't think it actually takes place in the 20s if we're talking about tesla um yeah my timelines but it's a comic book don't don't think too hard there's a bunch of variant covers for this one we've got the danny strips variant cover we've got a, a tesla coil in the back being all electrified very cool We've got the photo cover over here, and not credited about who is the cosplayer. Uh, well, there's actually uh, no real clothes, uh, but you know, it's a cosplay costume. And then we've got the uh, fourth cover, which is actually not credited. I am not sure who did that cover. It's another cool cover. It might be the same as the first one, possibly, Robert McGuinness. Do we see any credits anywhere? I don't really see any credits. But anyway, a bunch of variant covers is over from Titan, their hard case crime series or imprint or whatever, at number seven. Do you like superheroes that are a little bit washed up? Do you like Kaiju? Then I think you might like Jenny Zero, number one of four from Dark Horse. This is written by Dave Dwunch and Brockton McKinney, art by Magenta King. Meet Jenny Tetsuo, the hard-drinking, hard-parting daughter of beloved superhero Mega Commander Zero. After washing out of the military's top Kaiju killer, Jenny Zero now lives the celebutant life with her hotel heiress and publicist's best friend, Dana. So she's got to get sober when more kaiju come to attack is she going to be able to do it is she going to put aside her partying lifestyle to battle the monsters that are threatening us all let's see we've got four issues to see if she succeeds or not and i like the uh, chapter one here party monster it works on so many levels okay everyone i try to keep my content 99 percent positive but as I said previously about Kanto, I didn't love Kanto. And now I've also got to admit here, I, I don't love Charlie Brown. I, I never liked Peanuts. I, I watched all of the original Charlie Brown 
shows when I was little and all of that, but I just, I don't like Charlie Brown. But I'm gonna put that aside and bring you to your knowledge that we've got a brand new, never before seen Charlie Brown story coming out this week. Peanuts by Charles Schultz. Scotland Bound, Charlie Brown. Now this is written by Jason Cooper, adapted from an undiscovered story from the Schultz Studio Archives. So I think that's pretty cool. I don't love Charlie Brown, but there was apparently um, a full uh, graphic novel length, unproduced feature length storyboard hidden underneath some trunk in Charles Schultz's attic or something that um, Boom Studios uncovered and then they, they made a, a brand new original graphic novel about it. Basically he's traveling to Scotland uh, to meet up with his girlfriend that no one believed that he really has but I guess he does have. And um, so we've got Robert Pope as the artist because this was never drawn by Charles Schultz as a brand new artist. Well this is an artist drawing brand new Charlie Brown comics based on an original Charles Schultz story um, adapted by Jason Cooper. We've got a little bit of interior art here and yeah, you know, it's Charlie Brown-esque. It's this modern style. It's kind of flat colors. I don't find it too interesting. There's a little bit of gradient right there and yeah, I don't love Charlie Brown. Tell me about it in the comments. You like Charlie Brown? There's a lot of previews here. They're really selling it for you, I guess. Like trying to convince you. <laughs> Snoopy. Snoopy's fun. Um, but I don't love Charlie Brown, but you tell me about it. What do you think about it? about Charlie Brown. Do you like it? Did you ever watch his um, various movies and all of that? Didn't Wasn't there like a 3D generated one that everyone hated? I don't know. Tell me what you think. Or am I totally off base and all you're hearing is wah, 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 wah. Tell me about it in the comments. At number four, let's move over to Aftershock Comics's Phantom on the Scan, written by Cullen Bunn and art by Mark Torres. Twenty years ago, a comet fell to Earth. Since that night, Matthew has been haunted, haunted by a spirit that gives him incredible psychic abilities, but it's killing him and all of the other psychics that got these powers from the comet. To save himself, Matthew gathers a group of psychics to solve the mystery of their powers before it's too late. No interior art preview, but this cover is amazing. I love these tones, these reds, these purples. I like this upside down skull. Sort of gives me a bit of that Francis Bacon style of art with those vertical lines of the, that famous Pope. Uh, remember that, that Pope painting of Francis Bacon that he did all these variations of? Anyway, so the according to this, the, the cover artist is Mark Torres, so the interior art is probably on par with this cover art, which I really like, so I hope the interior art is the same. And the plot seems interesting too, so that's why I'm picking it here as number four on the list. At number three, I picked also the WTH Comic Book of the Week from Second Sight Publishing, Freak Show Night, number one of five. Written by Jonathan Hedrick, art by Stefano Cardoselli. During his time in prison, Red was surrounded by the worst types of people, thieves, rapists, and murderers. Now on the outside, he's surrounded by the living dead. Armed with only the thing he's ever known, violence, Red finds one last chance at redemption for a lifetime of sin. So that's pretty interesting. It's the um, zombie trope, but with a criminal. No indication here if he's actually guilty for why he's in prison. But now that he's out of prison and he only knows a life of violence, he's going to put that to good use in battling the zombie plague. Really interesting cover. Sort of this uh, outsider art watercolor style. Pretty grotesque, actually. We also have another credit here in Dokolamansky, which is not mentioned over here. But I picked this one as number three because um, you might 
have noticed as as you watch my various videos throughout the throughout the weeks and years, I have a variety of types of comics that I like, and horror comics are one of my favorite comics as well. So so I picked number three here from Second Sight Publishing, Freak Show Night, number one. We're in the top two of the list, and guess what? It might be the top two publishers as well. Batman, the detective number one of six. So a brand new Batman comic. I love this cover over here. Hey, what is that? Is that Big Ben in the background? Yes, it is. This is basically Batman traveling to Europe. A horrific tragedy in the UK sends a very personal and deadly message to the Dark Knight, one that will draw Batman out of Gotham City to investigate. He's off to hunt a villain known as Equilibrium. New villains, new allies, 26-page debut story. We've got a variety of variant covers. This is the Andy Kubert cover. Oh, I forgot to mention also Tom Taylor is the writer. Here's the Andy Kubert cover. I thought it came out very nice. He's got sort of like the bulky outfit from, you know, the, the, the Snyder movie. We've also got this one, another Kubert cover. This is a cardstock cover. Another one of these great angles as he is off to Europe. He's like a fish out of water here, or we'll say a bat out of a cave, or whatever the metaphor is. And then we've got this really cool Riccardo Federici um, sketch cover, although it appears to be already at 20 bucks or more. Uh, this is uh, the variety of sketch covers that Federici has been doing recently. Uh, very enjoyable sketch covers. I want one of these, but I'm not gonna pay 22.50. If you had pre-ordered it, in time, though, you probably would have gotten it for cover price, and you would have known to pre-order it if you were subscribed to the YouTube and following my shorts that I publish every Friday that tell you weeks in advance of what's coming. So you can order the comics that you want at your local comic shop for the best price. You're welcome. Anyway, so Batman the Detective number one is pick number two for this week. Pick number one for new comic book day this week is Spider-Man, Spider's Shadow. Once again, one of my biases here. Yes, I love Spider-Man, my favorite superhero. He's not always number one on the list, don't worry. But this week he's number one because this is a what-if story. What if Peter Parker became Venom? This is written by Chip Zdarsky, art by Pasquale Ferry. This is a Phil Noto cover. To be honest, I usually love Phil Noto covers. I don't love this cover. I think Peter Parker's expression is very weird, but everything else I like. I like the monochromatic black and red with a little bit of the white, actually, that's also tinged red, and the, the spider sort of like latching onto Peter Parker. It doesn't look like Peter Parker to me. It looks like an old man. I don't know what I'm seeing here. Phil Noto, you always do amazing art. It's over 9,000 times better than me, of course, but I don't love that expression. Instead, we've got these other variant covers. This is the one that I went for, actually. Uh, this is the Pasquale Ferry uh, cover. So I like this one. Uh, it's the um, it's the Spider-Man mask, but then it's disintegrating into the Venom symbiote. Pretty cool. Not sure why there's like that sort of like marble floor on the background. But anyway, this is a very cool cover. This is the one that I actually um, did order. And we've got one more. So if you're into Venom, so yep, uh, we got we got that variation. And we've got some interior art to enjoy over here. So it's the um, it's uh, this Pasquale Ferry interior art that I like. I like how it starts off here. Peter's running. Your best? Is that truly true? If you did your best, then why do so many people you love die, die, die? Ooh, that's just so psychological right there. I'm, I didn't. I'm doing my best. And then it goes on after that. So... Yeah, this is kind of a cool mashup right here of the black plus the red. 
and uh, saving grannies and such and it shows that perhaps the darker impulses of the Venom symbiote are taking over Peter Parker. So I picked this issue number one as my top list because I love Spider-Man and I love what if stories and Venom is cool, the whole concept of the symbiotes of course, and I think this is a very cool mashup of those concepts. And perhaps we're getting here the, the new series of what if stories coming soon. And that was my top 10 list. What do you think? What did I get right? What did I miss? What are you reading? Tell me all about it in the comments. Consider heading over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash vmcampos. If you enjoy what I do, you can pledge to become part of the VMC crew for $1 a month. I would really appreciate it. At the $2 range, I'll actually mail you some comic books in appreciation for pledging, or you can even just follow for free to keep up to date with everything. You can also go to the YouTube, youtube.com slash vmcampos to see my video content. In the meantime, don't forget to like, comment, share, follow, all that good stuff. I would really appreciate it. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.